Hey y'all, I'm Kiara Sheree. And I'm Raya. And welcome to Yes Black Welcome Girl. to Yes Black Girl. Yes. For those that are new to us, Yes Black Girl is a digital space and interview series created for Black women by Black women. It's giving FUBU. It's always giving FUBU. Okay. Uh, so stay with us for a while and we hope to leave you feeling inspired. Yes. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss ways to tap into and heal your inner child, something that is very important to Ray and I in this season. So we hope that y'all stay tuned for that conversation after this quick catch up. Yes, Black girl. All right. So the catch up question for today is what is something that brought you joy this week? Mm. I'll go. I'll go first. So I will speak for the past week. Um, I've been taking it one day at a time and getting myself back into working out. And so every time I work out, it always feels really, really good, like a nice little release or whatever. Um, And I forgot how great it felt to just get that out the way, especially early in the morning. Um, And then second, it's not really happening today, but the sun was coming out last week and it was beautiful. It's like, we needed that. Oh my God. Like waking up and it's sun shining in my window and it's not gloomy and making me want to be in bed all day. Mm -hmm. Definitely was loving that. That was bringing me all the joy. I was just outside with my music, cheesing, having a good day. And that's what the vibes that I want to be on. So yeah. For me, it's literally the same, like the exact same thing. Um, Because I went to the gym yesterday with Sabina and that was good. Um, Everything else sucks right now. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's one thing that made me happy. And I worked a party on Saturday Mm -hmm. and we had crab cakes. (sighs) Oh, I'm jealous of you right now. You know I love me some crab cakes. It was really good. You need to bring your ass back up here so we can go back to um Black Now. Yes. But yes. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that for you. All right. We're excited to talk today about something else, a different type of joy. Like I mentioned earlier, tapping into and healing your inner child. So first, we want to start with the definition, um, just to kind of get us all on the same page of what that even means. So according to BetterHelp.com, the term inner child is used to describe the connection that you have within yourself to your child self and your childhood memories. The inner child is a symbolic child version of you that can be talked to, saved, supported, and guided to help you make changes in your adult life and feel compassion for your past and current selves. Yes, and also my definition was the childlike parts of yourself that may have been forgotten and or shut down as you age. Mm. And depending on your upbringing, your inner child can be full of hope, humor, joy, curiosity, and love. And it also represents childhood hurts, traumas, and fears. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. It just feels more relatable. (laughs) I gave like the textbook and you gave the, you know, Uh yes, I love it. Yeah, because I had to sit there and I was like, what does it represent? Mm -hmm. Like, I know people say like, oh, the things that you liked as a kid, but like getting deeper into it, I really had to sit there and think and I did like look up the definition before I did that yeah. I was like oh, okay cool but you yeah you brought it back around and yeah I love it all right so here are some ways to tap into your inner child so the first five that I'll read are keeping an open mind being open to new ideas new ways of thinking and ways of seeing the world uh spending time with children make sure that you get on their level and engage with them when they use in their imagination, you use yours too, okay? <laughs> Looking at old photos to bring back memories of your childhood, which is one of my favorites, um, because it helps me to kind of reflect on those memories and just see that other version of myself. Spend time um, 
doing what you truly enjoy. So go all in. If you love to cook, do that. If you love to play video games, do that. If you love a good DIY project, get into that. Just do the things that bring you joy and carve some time out, you know, during your week or in your day to just, you know, give something to that. Um, and lastly, um, be playful. Don't take things too seriously. Let let loose and have a good time. We don't always have to be like on edge, on go, ready to, you know, be adults all the time. Like just Adult. yeah, <laughs> just release <laughs> and just you know let let loose, have a good time. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would engage in laughter. So like deep belly laughs, mm. um, watching or reading something funny. If I ever need a laugh, I will always go to TikTok. Yes. TikTok be having me crying. Okay, screaming. Um, <laughs> write a letter to your inner child. Mm-hmm. Engage in creative play. Journal about special moments from your childhood. Uh, engage in meditation and creative visualization. And in addition, I would think about everything that you loved or wanted as a child. Mm. So that includes toys, food, games, clothing, etc., so on and so forth. And remember when you were first introduced to some of those and to visualize and feel those moments. Mm, I love that. I have a thought on that before we move on. So things that I wanted as a child, something that I always wanted to do, but I did not get to do as a child was go to the screen tour. So when mm-hmm. they came back around with the millennial tour, I was like, oh my God, like I got to go because I didn't get to go as a kid. And my ass still didn't go. And I was like, damn, like, I don't know. It just, I felt like I robbed my baby self of something in that moment. Um, and then another thought that I had was how I had an old coworker who had got one of those, um, what's it called? The Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. They had gotten like a little Tamagotchi. And I was just like, that's so dope that you did that for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we look back on things and we don't think that we can do it we can get them. And I know there's like parents that'll like get it for their kids instead, but it's like, nah, just get it for you and just, you know, yeah. and do that for yourself. So I love that you mentioned that. And now that the two thousands are back around, which is so weird. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know people are finding like a lot of stuff in like archives with like toys and stuff. So like once again on TikTok, there's this account that I follow and they have like a lot of like, old VCR tapes and toys Ooh. from like the 90s and early 2000s. And I saw a lot of toys that I used to have that I, I completely forgot about. Yes. I was like, oh, wow, I used to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that makes me think of how I always used to play with Barbie dolls and Bratz dolls and Polly Pocket mm-hmm. and Hell dress yeah. up games on, uh, yes. I don't know if you remember this website. It was called Kid Onet. I don't know Do Kid Onet. No. Well, yeah, they had all types of games. It was kind of obscure too, but mm-hmm. if you Google it, you can see like how it used to look. That should um, be an alternative. Was like... <laughs> I was on com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was too, but like I knew a lot of like the obscure stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, so as you can see, I, I am alternative in a way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kid Onet, dress up games. Yeah, just different like fashion games. And then I realized I was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to be a fashion designer at one point. Like, I remember I was maybe like nine or 10 and I saw an ad on my Yahoo email oh, for wow. a fashion school in Florida. So I applied. And you said this, I'm going to that school? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know that's right. And they, <laughs> and they called our house and my mom answered the phone. And I remember her telling me, she was like, they called and they asked for you. And she was like, she's 10. 
and they laughed about <laughs> it. I know what I want to do with my life. Exactly. And I, yes. I kind of wish that that part of me was nurtured from that point because mm-hmm. it wasn't really. And yeah, I still do want to get into fashion one day. One day. Yeah. Really? have time. And I always wanted a Hot Wheels set. Oh. I never got a Hot Wheels set. Because you were really a girl. Yes. Whack. Uh, I hate that. And I I would ask for it and I never got it. And I'm like, I want a hot wheel okay, set. Okay, I want to play with these cars too. Oh, that's so my dad have He had like some of these little car figurines because he's in the car. So I'm like, I want to play with cars too. Yeah. Why can't I? Damn. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I'm going to be mindful of that. I'm going to be very, very mindful of that because <laughs> you got a birthday towards the end of the year. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I'll act surprised. So let's get into some of our personal experiences, which we were just kind of touching on a little bit with tapping into our inner child. Yeah. So a personal experience I always seem to have is with food Mm. Um, food had a huge impact on my childhood positively and negatively and referring back to our last episode about body shaming um yeah people would tell me like oh don't eat this eat this instead of eating that which you know Mm. you think you're meaning well and you're telling somebody that and if they already have body issues and have heard things about their body from you the messenger um they're gonna register is that oh i can't eat this because they think i'm fat so now i need to eat this so i can be quote unquote healthy whatever that means um girl anyways so (laughs) certain scents also trigger good memories for me like my mom's perfume and some of the foods that she has made Mm. um and not too long ago i was telling sabina and this is my other best friend for our listeners who don't know That the locker room at her gym smelled like my elementary school's um, church where we had mass mm. every Wednesday. And it was like incense and like bleach. Which is That's so specific. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I walked in, I was like, am I at school? <laughs> I love that. And in regards to food as well, I recently started eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch again. Best cereal. And yeah, best cereal in the world. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I noticed that they did change the recipe because it was gluten-free, so it didn't taste right. Mm-hmm. So I stopped eating it. And yeah, my mom still be buying it, so I just started eating Shout it. out to Miss Vicky. Yes. She a real one. And another thing that's not food-related, I used to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater a lot. <laughs> um, if people don't know about that game, y'all should play it because it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I listen to the soundtrack a lot because it has a lot of different the genres of music so they have like rock um i don't know if there's country on it uh there's a lot of rap on it too um just really obscure stuff yeah um and playing restaurant with my baby cousin yes okay that's one of my personal favorites okay because one thing them kids gonna do is try to bring you a plate of plastic and you gotta you gotta love it and I'm going to leave a, re- a Yelp review. Okay, definitely mm-hmm. leaving motherfucking reviews. Like, excuse me, this is how you're treating me? They don't be giving you no utensils. $30 for a plate. Okay, like, get the fuck up out of here. Where is my utensil? Where is my napkins? Why am I paying so much? Like, uh-uh. You got to get them kids together. <laughs> pizza pizza be like $15. Okay. <laughs> 
you know what I love to do with my little cousins that really yeah. gets me back into to kid mode um making forts building forts kids mm-hmm. love forts and I used Damn, to I love making forts as a, see listen I may I used to do that a lot like when I still lived in Bowie I would do it with my little cousins like if we were doing like a little movie night and I'm babysitting we making a fort and we putting Spider-Man on it what's up or like if I see my other little cousins like <laughs> I'll pop some popcorn and we'll make a fort and you know I'll be like all right now y'all gotta stay in a fort and it's partially a way from for them to chill out a little bit and relax it's like all right y'all sit down y'all tire me out but then on the other hand it's so much fun doing it because we're doing it together and it's just something about being in a fort I don't know what it is it's like the privacy of it but then it's like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what that feeling is but I love forts it's so cool maybe it's because we were able to really use our imagination in it this is true this is true. And when we, because we had out of the box. That's so. so true. And we wanted so badly to be up in that little, mm-hmm. well, we had the best shows as kids. Okay? We really did. Yes, Black girl. So for me, um, ways to tap into my inner child. I love, like I just mentioned earlier, looking at old photos of myself as a kid, looking at old photo albums. Um, I don't know, sometimes it's like seeing like people that have passed on and just the joy that they brought to me, but also just seeing like, you know, different things, different memories that happened throughout my life and being able to just look back on those. It always feels really, really good. Um, Something related to that, that I love to do now. And sometimes it makes me cringe a little bit, but I also love it because it's just like, what the hell was I talking about? Is looking at my Facebook memories, whether it be photos, old statuses, posts. (laughs) I love doing that because um, it's nice to like reflect on your old friendships whether it's somebody that you don't talk to anymore or just like times that you had and you know being able to look back on that that's middle school and high school for me um so that's one of them another one is I love to sing and dance I've always loved to do that even as a kid so it's something that I try to do either on my own now or with friends um I don't care how crazy I look or what I'm doing how I sound I don't care if I'm sober drunk high whatever I'm finna sing and dance all the time um, it just feels good. It's like it's therapeutic in a way, but um, it also just makes me feel like a kid again. You know those quotes, those quotes that be on like the pillows where you just sing like nobody can hear you and you dance uh-huh. like nobody's watching. <laughs> yes, live, laugh, love. That's real. You really gotta live your life like that. Like you get out here live, and dance laugh, down. Love. And live, I know sometimes. There are times when I'm drunk as hell, and I promise you, it's not landing. Okay, the dances ain't hitting, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I don't know what I be doing. The what? It's no coordination, but I'm having a good time, and I'm not even thinking about it. I don't care how crazy I look. I'm singing, and my voice is cracking. I don't give a damn. I'm still so y'all's house. It's so fun. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> you gotta have that freedom. Like life is already hard enough. I'm not about to be yeah. fake um serious all the time like I'm already okay. dealing with too much shit so yeah, hell yeah I'm about that. to cut loose and mm-hmm. and have my be my best childhood self um and like you said earlier that doesn't mean that it's like this childish version of yourself like you're not being like a kid it's just tapping into the things that made you happy mm-hmm. because you can still use those things today it's okay like Ray was talking about with her um he was talking about with your your brass styles and everything and in designing i feel like that's how i feel sometimes with just getting dressed up 
I don't do it every day because bitch be going to work and I'm I'm sorry. I just I like to be cozy when I'm Same. in the in the trenches. Okay. It's like <laughs> you know how the rappers be going when the yes. rappers be making their music and if they looking real homely, <laughs> but then they pop out afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's me every day. And One then when it's time for me to go out. Okay, when I pop out, I pop out for a reason. And I love to get dressed up. I love clothes. I love accessories. I love all that shit. But um, that's the fun part. It is. It's like you got to watch your brass styles. That's why I love the Y2K season because mm-hmm. it might not have been the best of the best fashion-wise, but baby, yeah. you know, it was it had, a lot of fly moments. Yeah. It had a lot of fly moments. And so being able to tap into that now as an adult is so much fun. Like, you know, I'm trying to be a breast style out here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Period. Yeah. I look like Unless, a breast style right now. You I sure do, baby. Passion for fashion. <laughs> the oh, rock star right. breasts. Yes, because they definitely <laughs> have those. Okay. Yes, black girl. And then um, I watched some of my favorite movies. So, of course, Roger Hammerstein's Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston, okay? Top notch. Okay. That's one of my favorite movies. And I remember as a kid, have my little plastic heels on, click, click, clacking, and my little <laughs> and my little crown. <laughs> Listen, no plastic heels used to come in, okay? And I'll <laughs> pretend that I was in the movie. So now when I look back on it, it still invokes that same type of joy and magic that it did back then. Um, I watched The Nutty Professor because everyone who knows me knows that that is my favorite movie of all time. I don't care how problematic it is. That shit is funny to me. (laughs) And I'll look at all of those. Um, And then another one is giving myself a pedicure. As a kid, I used to love giving myself pedicures, manicures, even like that little moment where like I learned how to shave and just I'm having like little grooming days for myself. So I love to be able to do that. And then um, lastly, I can relate to you on the food thing. I love, you know, getting my childhood snacks because I remember when I was trying to be a little fake vegan and I was like staying away from like certain things that I love. (laughs) And I remember I wanted some damn Doritos and, you know, my inner child was like, girl, where's the Doritos Mm -hmm. at? Like, what's up? Speaking of Doritos, I had some uh, nacho cheese ones the other day. Mm -hmm. It unlocks a part of my brain that I haven't been to in so long. They were so good. Yes. I was like, oh I've had these in so long. Listen. And because I don't, I can't, oh, I don't, I choose not to eat dairy mm-hmm. because, you know. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I go back and I'll be like, oh, give me a little bit of ice cream. Yeah. A little bit of cheese. And then I immediately regret it, but. <laughs> It'd be good. It'd be good. It yeah. do be good. Doritos really do slap and they haven't changed over the years. Like they always taste good. Like yes. And that's what the cool ranch ones, that's my favorite. And I remember as a kid, like if I went to church with my great grandmother, there was like a little store not too far from our church. And it's like it's all like in the same neighborhood. So like you keep on going down the road and it's like everybody's houses and everything. But we would stop at the store and I would, you know, get my little Doritos and she would always be like, mm, they smell so good. Let me just get one or whatever. So I just always think back to that as well. Cause I used to think that was so funny how she would always try to act like she don't really want none, but she'd be like, let me just mm-hmm. get one. Cause they smell so good. So and she get like that. Yes. But I, I just love that. So yeah, it's a cute little memory as well. Yes. Black girl. So now that we've discovered our inner child and the things that make them happy, let's talk about some of the ways that we can heal them. 
so recently I was reading an article on Psych Central. Child, one thing I'm gonna do is Google, okay? <laughs> and I was reading an article about exercises to help heal your inner child. And it says that one of the first ways to heal your inner child is by acknowledging them. Your inner child is not a childlike personality. Rather, it is the part of your subconscious mind that experienced and still remembers childhood moments and emotions, both good and bad. So above all, your inner child feels safer when they know that you're paying attention to them and it can help to simply acknowledge them and remind them that you're looking out for them and send them your love. Uh, another exercise was to practice mirror work using positive affirmations such as I matter, what I want matters, I will not stay silent, which helps to combat the negative ideas such as I don't matter or I'm not good enough, which are often formed through you know our childhood traumas. And then lastly, try writing a letter to your inner child offering words of support that you needed in childhood and then read those words aloud, um, the words that you wish that you have heard with love kindness and compassion yes a few other ways could be validating your own feelings mm -hmm. and reminding yourself that you deserve to be cared for in whatever capacity that you desire mm -hmm. and require yes and knowing and believing that you deserve ease in your life if life hasn't been easy for you because i know um a lot of people didn't grow up with like the most ideal childhood mm -hmm. um so it could have just been full of trauma so <laughs> yes yeah in order to get through that i don't know how i mean therapy and talking with people yeah. depending on what the issue is yeah uh, but also like when we were saying like thinking of things that you wanted in your childhood mm. now you have the space to do that yes. so yeah. i don't know right do some do some kid shit or something mm -hmm. i don't know yeah. <laughs> And once again, referencing back to our body shaming episode, occupying spaces where you're celebrated and supported. Mm. And even if those things are new for you, it can be scary, but you have to move through those feelings by doing it scared because growth is uncomfortable. It sure the fuck is. Yes. Mm. And I also realized that after, once the shutdown was over, a lot of people were touch deprived and it made me think about people who grew up isolated and are uncomfortable with non-sexual intimacy Ooh. and people who actively seek it out in all of their interactions. Yes. So having people around to hug and cuddle with on a platonic level and romantic level, you know, it's important because we're wired for connection. Like we literally need each other. Yeah. Or we will die. Okay. Like I've said before, <laughs> go ahead and kiss on your friends, hug on your friends. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we... I don't know where that's formed. Like people think that they're not allowed to like, you know, give their friends that same type of intimacy, but yes, you can. To me, friends are like family, especially a very close friend. So you're going to treat them that way. If you see your auntie every time you give them a big ass hug and a kiss, do the same for your friends. Cause we can need a hug too. Hell. Mm -hmm. Just the other day I asked my roommate to give me a hug. I was like, can I have a hug please? Warren, thank you so much. And mm -hmm. I just needed yes, it in that moment. And he did yeah. it. Shout out to Warren. And he did it with no problems. He was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we are here together all the time, y'all. We all be sounding mm -hmm. alike. But yes. Um, so do that. And going back to something else that you said, where was it? Oh, we were talking about validating your own feelings. And you were speaking on how, you know, as adults, we have the space now to go back and think about the things that we wanted as children and give those to ourselves. And I think that's one of the major keys to to helping to heal that inner child, because a lot of times I think that we um, 
like we talked about earlier, people get so serious and they, because they didn't get a chance to really be a kid. So it's like, if you got the resources and the opportunity, tap into that shit. It's like we've seen it in movies multiple times where people are like very uptight and then something will happen to help them like remember, you know, to feel loose again. And it's like, just do that. Um, Like we were talking about not too long ago is I really love like living with the people that I live with because Mm -hmm. something that we do is find ways to do that. We engage in different play and things. You have sleepovers. Me and Ray be having sleepovers all the time and she be making me some cookies and some spaghettis and we be sitting here chilling, okay? And we find something cool to watch or we just cut up and (laughs) just be goofy all night and it just does something for the soul and I just hope that other people can find ways to do that as well. You don't have to do it in the same way that we're doing it. You don't have to have whole parties and everybody up here acting a fool dancing to um the cheetah girls or high school musical but (laughs) you can find other things that you loved as a kid and weren't able to engage in and get into those as well so yeah and so we're moving on to personal experiences with healing our inner child Mm -hmm. so for me it would be going to the park to play on the swings playing games with my friends like here just said um so we would do like a little dance off or something or do like a song association game. Yes. Because um, we like to sing. Mm-hmm. Another thing for me is laser tag, going to Dave and Buster's, go-kart racing, um, just any place where they have games. Yes. Which I don't know why they called it like a game spot for adults. Why can't it just be a game spot? Okay. And I think it's for adults because they always want to include a bar with it. But sometimes I don't need to drink to have fun. I don't need to drink to have fun at all. Period. But... It's a nice little addition sometimes. Yeah. And also, uh, not restricting my diet with moderation. So right now, I don't identify with any, like, plant-based or vegan. I kind of just... For me, it's mainly just non-dairy for health reasons. And being in spaces where I feel loved and also being able to reciprocate that love and showing and needing physical touch and affection. Because yes. I need hugs. I, need I love, love and affection. I know that's right. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, back to what you were saying about like play like adult stuff or whatever. I was just saying, I was like, why don't we have parks? where adults can go and like get on swings but like we don't got to share it with the kids Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't mind that but I do get what you're saying is like they do try to like add alcohol into the mix to make it an adult space Mm -hmm. it's like oh it's not Chuck E. Cheese it's for the it's for adults because we got upscale food and better drinks and Mm -hmm. games around it's like you really don't have to drink to go to Dave and Buster's I'm gonna act a fool either way (laughs) okay um so some of the ways that I have been working on healing my inner child. Um, Transparent moment, I've had a lot of like negative speak at me as far as like growing up Mm -hmm. and I internalized a lot of it. So a big thing for me right now is combating negative self-talk. And let me tell you something, okay? There are some days, there are some days where I slip that shit back on like a motherfucking cloak, okay? And I'm sitting here and I'm Mm -hmm. like, woo, I'm feeling all the negative things, but I try to instantly, like, as as soon as I start doing that, I try to think of the opposite of it and reach up to that higher self and be like, hold up. Like, no, it could be this or that or that or that. So let's turn this around. But then also talking to myself, talking to my inner child and be like, okay, like, I love you. You know, I got you. Whatever else I need to say to make sure that she's good. 
Um, so that's a big one for me right now. And like I said, it, it's not something that you can get into overnight. It takes a lot of consistent right. practice. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's yeah. going to have good days and bad days. And for me, I, when the whole negative self-talk thing happens, I just remind myself, like, I wouldn't say this to anybody that I know and care for. So I shouldn't talk to myself that way. Facts. And I also have a, a baby picture of me on my nightstand. I'm actually looking at it right now. Yes. It's very cute. And yeah, I just have pictures of myself all over my room just to remind me, like, you that girl. Yes. Yes, I have one on my nightstand, too. Yes, black girl. Yeah, like, don't let that thing that that person said 10 years ago that you no longer speak to affect you anymore. Like, it doesn't matter. Butch, I get it. It's hard to reprogram that in your brain it is and that's where i'm at right now is like mm -hmm. and something i've been doing recently is as soon as i have a thought i'm writing it down and after i have everything there what i'm planning to do is print it out read it burn it or do something to just like get rip it up whatever so i can release those thoughts and i know it's still not gonna like erase them but i think it's a good step for me because i can just get them all out and it's like okay so i've acknowledged them i know what they are let's move on type shit so another thing that I've been doing also is speaking up when something bothers me um, and just, and that one is really, really hard. It's it's easy in some relationships, but others it's very, very difficult to navigate. But when I do do it, it always feels like so great. It always feels like I'm standing up to a bully or I'm just shutting down like negative projections because we've all had people project negativity onto us. And it's like, if you can stop that shit and set up a boundary in that moment, it's like, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm looking out for me. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like you spoke about earlier, just surrounding yourself with or surrounding myself with genuine love and support. So, you know, taking people out of my life who don't offer that or don't reciprocate it and just being mindful to appreciate the ones around me who do. Um, and then lastly, I will say that I have applied writing letters to my younger self, to my inner child as well. Um, for my birthday, I wrote myself a letter. And I read it aloud. And then I also posted it on Instagram because, and I guess it went to Facebook too, but I posted it because I was hoping to spark something for other people. I was hoping that people would see what I did and be like, you know what? I need to, you know, take initiative and do the same. Cause we, again, we, we neglect our inner child a lot and we don't really think about the ways that all of that childhood trauma has affected us. And we don't always think about all the great memories that we had in our childhood either. We just kind of move on to the next and go day by day, you know, just immersed in all the bullshit that's happening now. So, um, yeah, it's a good way to, to just reflect and kind of start that, that journey. Um, and acknowledge, of course, going back to what they said earlier, but just acknowledging your inner child. Yes, black girl. So ways to protect your inner child. Like here just said, going no con. Well, she didn't say this, but, okay, but you know. <laughs> going no contact with people from your childhood that were abusive, mm -hmm. whether that be emotionally, mentally, physically, et cetera, and setting boundaries and sticking to them. Yes. And since other people that you may have trusted have possibly let you down, it's up to you to show that self-love by showing up and keeping promises to yourself. Facts. Factity, fact, fact, facts. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because I was just saying earlier how it's annoying that you have to like set boundaries. Like when people make you set them, it's one thing to like set a boundary and you are around people who understand that and they're like, okay, I respect that boundary. But when somebody acts out and makes you have to set one, 
I'm like, damn, now I got to set a damn boundary. Like, what is up with this? And especially when they give you a little bit of pushback or they don't respect it, now you got to cut them out. It's like, damn. It's always pushback. Yes. Because it's like, if I'm setting a boundary, I still want you around. Right. I'm not saying, like, I just have to change completely. Right. And I just want you to respect how I feel. Right. Exactly. And that's so simple. It should be simple, right? But people will show you time and time again <laughs> that they are not willing to respect you. And a lot of times it's because they don't respect themselves. Um, and I think getting older, that's something that I've been learning. Is like, you know, sometimes they're just not going to get it, child. And you got to let them go. Mm-hmm. No matter how yeah. hard it may be. Yes. Or love them from a distance. From a distance. You're right. Okay. <laughs> like, I see you. I support you. I love you. But we ain't got to be around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, another one to add on to that is, um, and I don't know if this is something that everybody experiences, but for me as an intuitive ass bitch, I do. But when you're around people and you feel like you're absorbing any type of their like stuff that they're going through, like their negative emotions mm-hmm. and stuff is starting to rub off. And you really do have to give yourself that space as well um, to just be like, okay, let me just yeah. get back to me. Cause so quickly, like I said, you can slip that shit on. And now you sit up here feeling something. You're like, wait a second. I wasn't even mm-hmm. having a bad day. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. now I'm fucked up. Like, nah, 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 nah. Give yourself the space to kind of decompress and get back into yourself. Your, your higher self, your better self as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I got on these evil eye earrings. Okay. Get that ass away from me. Ward off. Shout out to my boo. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang. Okay. A real one. Ah, So this was a great conversation. I'm glad that we were able to have. Mm-hmm. And somehow we were able to do it in a good little almost 30 minutes. Look at us. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> to our listeners. <laughs> We had to re-record. We talked for like an hour and it was so good. Like there was so much more that we added. Mm-hmm. Um uh went on a couple tangents, but you know that happens. Yeah. Uh so yeah, this was a great re-recording. Yeah. Yes, black girl. So moving on into when you know better, you do better. You do better. You do better. Period. All right, so today um, I want to kind of touch on, like we were just talking about, setting boundaries and giving too much of yourself and learning how to say no in romantic relationships, in familial relationships, and platonic relationships, okay? It's like, you got to learn how to say no to your friends and your family too. Um, And in my experience that I want to share is I was dating this guy uh, my senior year of college who I had no business being with okay and Raya knows <laughs> this nigga was woo okay <laughs> and like huh. it's like I don't know it's like all my friends was looking like really that's who you want to be and I, yeah so but I, I let you rock yeah and I appreciate <laughs> that because lessons uh-huh. were learned I needed to be able to do that yeah um so I literally was dating him and it was very very cute like over the summer we were having a good time and very early, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And something told me to say no, but for some reason, I didn't say no. And I don't know if it's because I didn't want to hurt his feelings or if I didn't want to say no and then, like, we couldn't date anymore because I was enjoying his company. I'm not really sure what caused me to, to say yes, but I said yes, and I became his girlfriend. And that was one of the most 
tumultuous relationships I've been in. And it, it was more so just like emotional abuse and having someone like kind of break you down mentally and make you think that you have to like depend on them. And I remember one of my older cousins being like, girl, before you got with him, you were doing just fine on your own, supporting yourself, getting to where you need to get to and you didn't have any problems. So I need you to remember that. And I was like, you're like, right. And then when it was finally over, I was like, okay, let's not get into relationships just for the hell of it anymore. Like, let's really stop and take a step back and be like, okay, this is something I want to explore and and whatnot. Um, And then another one is giving too much of yourself. Like I said, like, I am someone who loves to give gifts. I love to look out for people. If I got it, everybody got it. But I'm Mm -hmm. learning that sometimes that gets you fucked up and everybody is not going to move the same way when it comes to you. And it's like, you really have to be mindful of that just because somebody needs something or, you know, if they don't ask, don't be trying to offer all the damn time. It's not your place. Right. You're not nobody's parent or savior. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've had and to I, learn that. Also, yes. Had to learn that. Cause I love a good gift. Okay. Like, if I like you, I'm going to give you a gift, especially like, cause I like make body butters and all of that. Yes. So if I feel like you deserve it, I'm going to give it to you. Um, and there are people who. I do give those gifts too, and they really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, and then there are people who don't. Yeah. So those are people that I gotta like. You know, yes. Back up on. Exactly. Because I'm putting all my time and energy into this, mm-hmm. and you know I don't do it because I want praise or approval or anything. I do it because I like to. Yeah. But also, I do love approval. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes it feels good to I don't know I'm learning that give giving is definitely one of my love languages and it's like I'm someone who pays attention so I know what my Mm. friends and family like so if I can get you something that I know that you really will use like it may not be the thing that on your mind you ask for but I pay attention to you and I know it's something that you need and then they're like oh or something that you did mention that you liked and now you're like oh okay Mm. and I love that because it's just the feeling that it gives them but you're right. It's mm-hmm. like everybody not the same. And they either ain't not going to appreciate it or complain about it or yeah. they would not do the same for you. Last thing I'm going to mm-hmm. say is my ex. I remember I had got him a birthday gift. Now, you know. The one we're talking about now. No, we're talking about another ex. Different one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I remember I got him like, I got him like a little microphone for him to do because he made like content and stuff. And I got him a mic. And then mm-hmm. I remember him saying he wanted a webcam. So I got him one. And it wasn't a 1080 HD webcam. It was like 780. What is it? 780, 740, whatever you're using. Not 10. Yeah, it's not 10. <laughs> and so he complained because it wasn't the 10. Oh. And then he also wanted like, I'm, I'm going too deep into it. But all I'm going to say is that nigga did not appreciate the gifts. And I was like, here I am spending my money on this nigga. And he don't even care. You know, the fact that I actually had to put something into this. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, again, lesson learned. Know how to set boundaries, know when to give, when not to give, know when the fuck to say no. Mm-hmm. When you know better, you do better. <laughs> yes. Yes, black girl. All right, y'all. So that's a wrap for today. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Um, we hope that you felt seen today and we hope that you learned something and we hope you had some breakthroughs and some realizations. And we hope that you laughed because we're funny and we're cute. <laughs> and we're popular to boot. Like, okay. Duh. I know that's right. <laughs> First of all, this water bottle is cute as hell. 
Thank you. Yes. It's from the Black Museum. Yeah. This is real hip hop. Ooh, that's so cute. And it's yellow. Yes, I, I got three. I got like three of them. We love free gifts, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So, y'all, we will be back again soon. Until then, be sure to subscribe to our audio podcast, Yes, Black Girl, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, y'all. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Yes, Black Girl Series and follow Rhea and I at The Only Rhea and Unique Genre on IG as well. All the information can be found in the show notes. So, until next time. Yes. Also, please leave us a review comment all of that um if you're on apple Muse, apple podcast i mean mm. um yes rate and review so we can like pop up in the feed and stuff so we can get more followers and we can do more things and talk about more things yeah get a sponsorship and we can have more money and we can expand yes we love expansion. exactly yeah. that's it and that's all yes okay <laughs> all right later y'all we'll see y'all soon Bye.